immediately I gave the mic back and turned around. And as soon as I'm turning around to sit down, my inner critic was screaming at me like, who do you think you are? You just completely embarrassed yourself. You almost cried in front of all these people. Way too vulnerable, way too much. What are you thinking? Welcome, everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back. Super excited about this podcast today because we're gonna have some fun. I feel like I do a lot of tips and tricks on inner work and that can be hard. And although this one is going to be about inner work also and things that we can do to help us really become ourselves in the truest form, this one's gonna be fun today. I was thinking about the word untamed. There's a great book by Glennon Doyle that's called Untamed, and I read it probably years ago now um, when it first came out, and great, great book. And for whatever reason, that word popped in my head again today. And when I think back through my life, there are very few moments where I have felt untamed. Like I am completely free of all the bullshit, right? Like all of it, like all of my inner critic, all of societal culture and norms. There's just very few times. And so I started writing them down so that I could walk through them with you because I think they're just great, fun stories. So I remember I was on a ski trip in high school and there was a bunch of us that came in for lunch and were huddled around this really small table and the lodge was just packed. And it feels like the first time by Boston came on that song. And I just remember somebody saying like, this is such a great song. You know, somebody should, we should dance to it or something like that. And again, in high school, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's watching me. I knew nobody there. I don't know why, but somebody dared me to get up on the table and sing like the refrain and the chorus of this song. And I did it. I got up in my ski boots on the table and I just belted out in my like cracked, awful, non-singing voice. It feels like the first time. I mean, I just went for it, right? 
And you should have seen, I mean, so first of all, everybody turns around, right? They're like, who's, what is going on here? And then the whole place lit up, joined in, clapped. I mean, it just lit up the place. It was so much fun. And I just remember feeling like this amazing feeling of, I didn't do the societal norm. I didn't, you know, it was just so much fun. And then I was trying to think of other times that I felt that same way. And I remember being in the car with my friend in high school and we were going to see her grandmother in Rhode Island and we were taking her car and the max speed her car could do on the highway was about 45, 50 because then it started shaking so much that we, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't take it faster than that. So we are traveling to Rhode Island at like 45 miles an hour with the hazards on, on the highway. She didn't have any air conditioning, windows rolled down her radio didn't work. So we had this like boom box in the front seat with us that we had nicknamed Phil and just having the best time going slow, everybody passing us on the highway, honking at us, flipping us off. And we're sitting in the front seat, just singing away, having a blast. I mean, just so much fun. And there were other times like when I was in college, there was this bar when I had a summer job as a lifeguard, there was this bar on the island called the Pequot and it had a light up dance floor from like 1970. And it was just the funnest thing. I mean, we we would have a few beers, we would get out on the dance floor and we just had so much fun. And there were so many people that wouldn't get on the dance floor because they were like, ooh, you know, and the island was so small that everybody knew each other. And so you definitely were like, well, what are people going to think of me? But you know, I was a worker on the island. I wasn't a resident. I wasn't a member of the clubs. I mean, I was a worker. I didn't care. And it was so fun. And again, just these freeing experiences where I really felt untamed. It was just, it was so fun. And so I want you to just take a moment and think back through your life when you had this feeling of being untamed, of not following the cultural norm, of doing something that really gave you energy and made you feel alive. And how often does that happen? I mean, I couldn't think of more than a handful of these times in the past because I was so worried about falling in line, about following all the rules, about making sure that I didn't stick out I was the ultimate chameleon. I could fit in to any scenario. I could fall in line. You wouldn't even know I was there. I was so indoctrinated to do everything right. And ultimately, that was part of what burned me out, that I just kept trying so hard to do it all, to fit in, to be the perfect mom, to be the perfect a physician assistant to be, you know, the white picket fence, the house, the dog, the everything. It was so hard. And I don't know if it's just you get into your 40s and you're just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore, or whether it was part of my burnout or maybe it's a midlife crisis. I don't know. But something inside me broke. And it just said, Like, fuck it, we're not going to worry about what anybody thinks of you anymore. Now, easily said, not easily done, but I'm working on it. But even just having that realization 
and saying like, I'm going to give myself some freedom here has allowed me to really spread my wings, like doing this podcast, saying more about how I feel. And so I think the most beautiful example that I can think of recently where I felt untamed and really tapped into empowerment and my inner strength and really what I feel like I am called to do was I was recently at a conference and we were talking about bringing well-being into medicine and how do we integrate it and how do we do these things And so we were all in these little small groups working on the issues surrounding this. And one of the questions was, what is the cost? What is the cost of integrating wellness into medicine? And obviously, there's some cost, right? So if you're instituting wellness programs and you have a whole wellness department, there's people that you have to hire and their salaries, et cetera. Immediately, my whole body shifted and I said, there is no cost. And the people at my table were like, there's a cost. And I was like, no, there is no cost to this. When you help your healthcare workers feel good and you invest in them, there will be less medical errors. There'll be less malpractice suits. There'll be less turnover. Those are all costs you don't see. And this is backed by research. Evidence supports that when you take care of your workers, they're going to have better patient outcomes. Costs go down. There is no cost to this. And I just kept saying that and saying that. What the cost is of not doing this is lives. It's patient lives. It's healthcare workers committing suicide. It is so costly and you can't put a price on that. So there is no cost to it, but there is a hefty cost for not doing it. And so at the end of this group, there was a gentleman going around and he was like, does anybody have anything to say? And he would hand the mic over and you would say it to the whole room. This immediately makes me like sit down and shut up. Like that's the immediate thought in my head. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. But I got just a little bit of courage and asked for the mic and really just like I did a minute ago, got super, super empowered and just let it out. And I just said, there is no cost to this. And I almost started crying because I know personally of people that are suffering so much with burnout and depression and anxiety and not wanting to go to their jobs. And this isn't even only in healthcare workers. This is in teachers and this is in um, just people I know. It is so hard right now. There is no cost to putting well-being into and investing into your workers. There just isn't. So immediately I gave the mic back and turned around. And as soon as I'm turning around to sit down, my inner critic was screaming at me, like, who do you think you are? You just completely embarrassed yourself. You almost cried in front of all these people, way too vulnerable, way too much. What are you thinking? And I sat down and looked at, I had this little notepad, and there was a sticky note from somebody at my table, nobody owned up to it, that said, you rock. 
your passion is inspiring. And again, it almost made me cry because I really needed that. I needed somebody to let me know it was okay to do that. And I shouldn't have needed anybody to verify that that was okay to do, but I needed that. And I don't think that person will ever know how powerful that little sticky note that probably took 10 seconds to write has been for me and will be for me. It is literally, I took it and it's on my desk right now. I'm looking at it so that I can stay strong and I can be untamed and fight for what I really believe in. So when we talk about burnout and we talk about just keeping with societal norms and all of the pressures and being trying to be perfect and trying to do it all, you will burn out. There's no doubt about it. And if you're not listening to that little part of you that wants to be untamed, there's a part of me that wants to speak. And for years and years and years, I didn't use my voice. I didn't speak up. I didn't talk about things that were pissing me off or lighting me up or any of it. I encourage you to think through your past and when you felt untamed, because that will give you just a little clue as to where you can find that flame inside of you. Our flames will go so dim, it is hard to find. I'm not going to lie. I felt like when I hit my 40s and I was burned out and when I first started this journey, I had no idea who I was because I never became a person, I felt like. I felt like I just became what everybody else wanted me to be. And I didn't know how to find my flame. I didn't know how to do that. And so I chipped away and little by little, I'm finding my flame. But part of that was looking back on my life and seeing when those episodes of like being untamed or feeling joy or feeling free and feeling really good, that is where I'm finding my flame. And for me, that's using my voice, which is super interesting to me because I have a very hard time getting up in front of people and saying what I truly think and telling my truth. I have a very, very hard time with that. But when I do, I feel untamed and I feel so good and so powerful and so wonderful. And so I know that I am stoking my flame and it feels so good. Your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to take a few minutes. Uh, Maybe it's in the car, you turn the radio off, and you just think about times in your life where you felt untamed. And think about what it was about those things that made you feel that way. My guess is it's going to be something like not fitting in with societal norms, not doing what you're supposed to do or should do, and doing something that really made you happy. And I think you'll see, which is really super interesting, that none of it took any money, which is really super interesting. And I can't hammer that home enough. And my guess is it didn't take a lot of time either. All of the incidents that I am talking about, other than the trip to Rhode Island, only took a few minutes. So when we think we don't have time and money to find our flames, I'm going to disagree with that. And I'm not going to say that it's easy. Because, oh boy, it has taken me five years to get to the point I am now. Lots of work, but it doesn't necessarily take a lot of time and money 
booting up a song in the kitchen and dancing with my kids or getting onto this podcast and spending 15 minutes speaking my truth. It just doesn't take that much time. So I'm going to leave you with that. I want you to ponder. I want you to think about it. And I know there were some swearing in this one, but if you know me in person, you know that I swear. And I really, again, I'm trying to be more of myself in any way that I can be. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend people with swearing, but I get so passionate about this that I really want to say like, F you to societal norms. I mean, let's break out. Let's do what makes us feel good. Let's step outside the lines and let's stay outside the lines because guess what? Keeping us in the lines has led us to where we are today in society. And from my perspective, it ain't great. We're failing on multiple levels. So I think we step outside the lines and start thinking outside the box and all of those sayings because something's got to change. All right. I enjoy this so much, y'all. And I, I hope this helps you. Gosh, you guys are my inspiration. And I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you being here, taking time for yourself, listening to these words, pondering them just a little bit, and then, you know, like letting it go and see if it seeps into your life somehow. I love y'all so much. And I will see you back here next week with an interview, by the way. All right. Take care, y'all. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.